0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم وبرك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين In the previous episode, we asked a question Is a Muslim who goes out to earn wealth also performing an ibadah? Will he be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? To answer this question, we need to know the definition of ibadah. What does the word ibadah mean? Ibadah in short, is anything and everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. That could be speech, something that somebody says, for example, you say a good word or you recite the Qur'an. It could also be a physical action, walking to the masjid, for example. That is an ibadah because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves it. And it could also be something in the heart, putting your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala having hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All these are ibadat, acts of worship. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves them. Generally, we find when it comes to these ibadat, acts of worship, in general, there are things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to do and there are those things that he has prohibited us from doing. For example, he has ordered us to perform salah. To give our zakah. This is an ibadah. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to do it and He loves that we do it. On the other hand, there are prohibitions, those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to stay away from. If a person does not drink alcohol, he stays far away from sin such as eating interest for the sake of Allah, he will be rewarded. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves that his servant stays far away from his prohibitions. One may ask, there is another category. We have mentioned those things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordered us to do. There are those things that he has prohibited us and told us to stay away from. There is another category where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has neither ordered us to do certain things, nor has he prohibited us from doing certain things. These are called mubahat, things which are permissible. So for example, what time you should eat. This is something which is permissible. A person can eat in general whenever he wants. However, the question is, is it possible for a person to make this category of actions that are just permissible whether he does it or not there is no reward or no sin is it possible to make this category into ibadat acts of worship the answer is yes as long as he has the correct intention so for example when a person wants to eat if his intention is to become stronger in order to worship Allah in a much better way then bi he will be rewarded. So in the same way when it comes to business, when it comes to going out to earn wealth, if your intention is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you want to become independent, you want to be able to give zakah, you want to be able to give sadaqah, you want to be able to support good causes, bi this is an ibadah, an act of worship. Why? Because it is something permissible, but your intention is for the sake of Allah. You want to please Allah. Hence, it is also an ibadah and you will be rewarded bi In Surah Al-Muzzammil, Allah Jalla mentions business, going out to earn wealth with the correct intention. In the same verse that he mentions Qiyam layl the voluntary night prayer. And in the same verse that he mentions going out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, And there are others who are unable to perform Qiyam layl for most of the night or for close on to uh, half of the night. Why? Because they have gone out searching for halal, searching for wealth which they will use, بإذن الله for Allah's sake, for Allah's pleasure. Some of the Sahaba have mentioned that this verse shows the virtue of going out to earn halal wealth with the correct intention. When we understand this, we will realize that the notion that a lot of people have that Islam is backwards. Islam doesn't want you to use the latest technology, for example. Islam doesn't want you to actually add something to society, even when it comes to something of worldly benefit. This is incorrect. In fact, there are many ahadith that speak about it. There is a hadith wherein Rasulullah said, If Qiyamah had to come, if the hour had to come, and one of you's had in your hands, A small little uh, offshoot of a plant, of a date tree, and he was able to plant it, he should plant it. When we ponder over this hadith, we find that Rasulullah is ordering us to yes, to do good deeds, and this good deed is an asset to society, you are adding something to society, you are being an asset to society and you are giving something. When you plant a tree, this tree grows, it gives out shade, it gives out food, it is something that you have added to society. In Sahih al-Bukhari, Rasulullah sallallahu says, there is no Muslim who plants something, who grows something, except that it is a sadaqah for him if a bird eats from it or a human eats from it, or an animal eats from it. Look at how Islam has ordered us to actually add stuff to society, to be of benefit to others. So for example, today you come out with something which is of benefit to others, whether it's technological, you have found how to make something, manufacture something. bi with the correct intention, this is a sadaqa for you, as long as you are benefiting people. That is why in another hadith, Rasulullah praised wealth that is pure, wealth that is halal and good for a pious person. Because a pious person who has wealth will use it in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to benefit others. In the same breath, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a believer who is strong. The believer who is strong is more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the one who is weak. What enters under this is if a person is independent. You know, there's a difference when you want to do good deeds and you need to go ask everybody to support you and to give you money and to do this. And there's a difference when you have your own wealth. You are able to do, whether it's on a small scale or whether it's a large project, you are able to take it out from your own pocket and do the da'wah, support Allah's cause with your own wealth, there is a huge difference and there is also a difference in reward not only this, a person who has the correct intention and earns wealth is also able to carry out other acts of worship you are able to give zakah, you are able to give sadaqah, voluntary charity you are able to have your own waqf and endowment a lot of Muslims do not know about waqf today we find that some of the biggest universities in the world in the west what do they run off they run off waqf and endowment we as muslims rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has taught us this the sahaba radhiyallahu anhum as well as those after them they all had awqaf a lot of them had awqaf but we as muslims in today's time we don't realize we don't know what is a waqf what is its benefit how can it help us we don't even realize that it's actually a good deed. Open the books of fiqh, the books of hadith. There is, in fact, the longest chapters in those books are firstly the books of buying and selling, kitabul buyur, and we find there are many, many, many chapters that speak about buying and selling. And when it comes to things like waqf, your own endowment, what are the shurut, what are the conditions, how does a person do it, etc. So there's a lot for all of us. To learn and inshallah we will try to go over some of these things in the coming episodes there is a hadith in sahih al-bukhari kitab al wherein rasulullah mentions that if a woman she has some extra food at home and she had to give it out as a sadaqah she is rewarded who else is rewarded He mentions if the husband had to earn wealth to get that food, he will be rewarded for his earning, for actually being the breadwinner and going out to provide that food. So from this, we see that a person who goes out to earn wealth with the correct intention is also in an ibadah. bi he will be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Especially in today's times, wherein we find whenever you want to do something, you want to establish a project, do anything good, you need funding. It's not always appropriate to ask others for wealth. When will the time come wherein we can actually support our own projects, especially as ulama, people of knowledge, people who are students of knowledge, close to the deen? Or when will the time come where our business people actually have a lot of knowledge with regards to the deed, As we mentioned in the beginning, when it comes to these contemporary issues, contemporary masail, rulings, Islam has an answer for it. We also mentioned that Islam is a complete way of life. Not only is it ibadat, worshipping Allah alone in your house. No, it's also being an asset to society. One may ask, we've mentioned how a person is allowed to, to do business, a person is allowed to earn a lot of wealth, if he does it with the correct intention, he will be rewarded by Allah. he is carrying out an ibadah. One may ask, were there examples from the past mentioned in the ahadith of certain businessmen or certain people who were honest when it came to their business dealings, where they benefited, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewarded them in this world before the hereafter? The answer is yes bi in the next episode, we will look at the story of a man who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved. Allah accepted his dua. Why? Because he was honest when it came to looking after the wealth of others. bi that and much more in the next episode. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us all goodness. Ameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi s-saḥbīhi ajma'īn.